0: Hey, Hirschbachers, welcome back to another episode of Getting Schmidt Done. We've done this a few times already. So, Joe, I think I, think I got his name right this time. Joe Carberg, <laughs> Director of Safety, is joining me today. Uh, we're going to talk about safety, uh, and uh, there's some things that we are looking at doing a little bit differently. Uh, and maybe some stuff that we used to do that we're kind of bringing back to the table, and it's it's all about uh, you know I, th- I think we're we're a good our organization is good at safety, mm-hmm. uh, but we need to, we want to be great we want to be best in class. So these are the little things that uh, that the best in class organizations are doing, and uh, whether it's at home in your personal life or on the road or in the office, you can always learn and get better. Right, right, Joe,
1: one hundred percent, yeah,
0: for sure. So um, the. That's the theme today, and uh, we got uh, you know two or three talking points we want to talk through, and uh, we'll kick it off by talking about training and, and Luma training on your on your tablets.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. Thanks for the intro, Chris. So a lot of you guys have already seen or heard chatter about uh, some new trainings that we have rolling out. Uh, right directly off the app. Uh, It's through Luma Learning. It's uh, a company that we use to, you know, roll these kinds of things out and uh, house these trainings. So basically all they're they're going to be, and we're gonna start creating a regular cadence of these, you know, every month or so. of just trainings that should take you know no more than ten to fifteen minutes. There'll be either a video or something to read, followed by you know a brief quiz. Uh, you know maybe roughly ten questions, give or take. The one that we currently just rolled out for the month of August is called "How to Avoid a Lane Change Crash." And uh, you know when we talk about our you know, accident rates and frequencies and such. When we look at those types of accidents, we see that happen out on the roadway. So not counting the close quarter stuff that make up the, the larger volume of our crashes, but the ones that happen out on the roadway, lane change crashes tend to be one of the ones that we see more frequently and also one of the ones that are very likely to harm the people that are caught up in those types of crashes. Um, you know, not just the drivers of the big trucks, but more more so those people who are in the, the smaller, uh, you know, regular vehicles kind of thing. So, um sure. The place you'll find this is directly off the app. Uh, you will should see a, a screenshot popping up on your screen there. But you go to uh, the front page of the app from the uh, the Hirschbach University. That'll take you to another page. On that page, you'll find a button called Resource Library. And inside that library, there's a uh, tile called safety training library and right now the lane change crash is the only one that's in there it's the first one that we're doing um but you'll see that folder populate with more trainings as we move forward um
0: hey joe if i'm a driver will i get some not- a notification through that the training's been assigned to me
1: absolutely so uh where will that show up on so me? we're doing this through luma so we're gonna send you'll get a couple different ones so uh when these assessments are assigned you should be getting an email to whatever email address that you use when you went through orientation uh That's the email address you use to sign up with Luma and complete your orientation documents. For those drivers out there who have never used Luma, there's a handful of you out there who were here, uh, went through orientation before we had Luma. Whatever email address we have on file for you in our dispatching system, that is where you would get that notification. And we're also going to be sending these notifications just out as a regular message to your Geotab tablet. So you'll see them in a a couple different ways. Um, We do... Uh, want to make sure every driver's participating. You know, this is a mandatory thing we're asking all of our drivers to complete. As, as Chris mentioned, you know, we believe very strongly that uh, everybody can learn something new. Even if you think you have all these things down, it never hurts to go through these steps again and again, just to make sure that uh, they're always at the front of your front of your mind. You know, complacency is the biggest thing that we, we combat in safety. You know, For we sure. find that complacency leads to more uh, bad things in the road than, than any other factor. So,
0: hundred percent. I mean, mm-hmm. I think... Some of our, our most severe accidents we've had over the past three four years have been very high quality, high, um, very good safety score type drivers. Yeah. And so it's, it's all about sharpening the sword. Um, yeah, absolutely. Joe, you want to talk a little bit about how you your team pl- is going to, how do you decide what to train? I, I, we're not just
1: going down a list, right, I assume. Right. How are we deciding what to train? So, uh, you know, f- use this, this first training that we have released, this how to avoid a lane change crash as an example. Things that we're seeing in the fleet currently. So the areas that we we find that we can be better at, or that we're currently struggling at, those are the things that are going to be the first uh, wave of topics that we use for this, uh, you know, training method. So the first one being lane change crash. We had seen a handful of lane change crashes recently, mm-hmm. um, or similar type crashes that you know, if you learn how to avoid a lane change crash, this would be a very similar approach to avoiding other types of crashes. That and you know, one of the next ones we have queuing up is for uh, PC. You know. You hear us talk quite a bit about hours of service violations and then uh, how to properly use PC. That's one of the next ones we have coming up is how to properly use PC, the rules and enforcement around that. Um, that's something that law enforcement is looking very, very closely at. Uh, you know, we've seen a, unfortunately seen an uptick in those types of violations, drivers using PC illegally. Yeah, law enforcement
0: definitely, it doesn't seem, I would say, you know, whatever, five years ago, five, six, seven years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't think the law enforcement understood PC.
1: Correct, Even, and they definitely do now. Right? Yeah, correct. Even before the ELD mandate, I think the uh, you know, the method by which law enforcement would approach PC was kind of just hands off. They didn't really touch it much unless they saw something very, very egregious. Now that the ELD mandates through, most law enforcement officers have at least a tenuous grasp on what hours of service regulations look like and how PC is supposed to be used. So. Sure. Um, they're definitely looking for that kind of thing. And they're a lot better at finding those abuses than they were before.
0: Sure. And yeah, we want to make sure we're doing things the right way. You know, another example is, you know, maybe a a winter driving, you know, training refresher in November, right? Correct. We've all been out there driving for whatever, seven, eight, six, seven, eight months with, you know, without any slick roads really, you know, except maybe during the rain. And it's, it's a, we always have, I shouldn't say always, but it seems like we have a little bit of an uptick of, uh snow related it, incidences that in our be. first two one or two snowstorms, you know. So it maybe if we all can work together and take some trainings and mm-hmm. be a little more proactive with what we're doing out there, um, you know, we can we can eliminate those and, and not have people get hurt or not have our equipment get get busted up. So exactly. uh, that's another example. So it's I just want to make I want to echo it's not it's not some arbitrary list that someone's we're just sending out. It's a very well thought out uh, we mm-hmm. spent a lot of time on this or we're, we we have not been, we should, we should have been, I you would agree yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we're going to start and, uh, um, and it's, it's something that's very important uh, to, to us and not, not just yeah. safety, but to Hirschbach, you know, it's it definitely, mm-hmm. it's very important to the whole organization. Uh, we want to make sure this gets done. So For if sure. you're, I think there's been some lists going out um, uh, the, of the lane change one, mm-hmm. appreciate the drivers that have done that. A lot of you have done it. Yep. Right. Uh, there's a, a good chunk of the list that need to do it yet, so let's let's make sure. And I get I'm on the list to get it done, uh, so I need to make sure. I, uh, I asked Joe if I had to do it. He's like he said, yeah. He's like you're you got <laughs> if you're in the system, you had to. So yep. I got to get my training done too. I uh, maybe I'll get to it uh, next week, but I'll, I'll yep, get yep. to it, Joe. All right, well, I got to sure. get off the list.
1: Good to hear. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, no, and it's you know it's approaching it too, just from that the sense of intentionality as well, making sure that we're not waiting for things to happen and then reacting to it. Is making sure we're getting out in front of it is is a huge piece. So for sure. Mm-hmm for sure. All right, what else you got today, Joe? Um, just uh, already talked about the hours of service and PC abuse stuff. Um, just a last little note on that. Remember that PC is a privilege. It is one of those things that uh, uh, we allow drivers to use. We expect you guys to use that. The correct way because when you don't it not only you know we've talked a lot about from a law enforcement standpoint but just from a safety and risk standpoint as well when you're using pc outside of your normal hours and then you turn around and start driving you know Mm -hmm. the the risk of fatigue and that kind of thing definitely ramps up as well so uh that's my last note on the pc stuff and i have a
0: question on pc you want to just give a quick little overview of uh,
1: of pc of
0: you using it the acceptable way right the
1: correct way absolutely so So, throw it out there yeah so uh basically the rule of thumb with Personal conveyance or PC is that you cannot be doing anything work related or anything that furthers the interests of the business. So there's a lot of different, uh, uh, you know, opinions on it and sometimes misinterpretations of how it's supposed to be used. And the FMCSA is sometimes intentionally vague because they want to leave uh, some latitude for drivers to use this for personal reasons. However, that is the one sticking point they always have: is anything that can be used. Or anything that can be construed as work-related. So if you're moving trailers around on property, or mm-hmm. you're going to get fuel, or going to you know have maintenance performed on the truck, or even you know you're coming to the office here to meet with your driver manager, uh, those are all work-related uh, activities that you would not allowed not be allowed to use PC for. Um, However, if you're, you know, just running personal errands, going to get groceries, going to do your laundry, going to, uh, just go home, you know, you're, you're done with all your work for the day or for the week and you're just headed home. Those are instances where PC is okay to use, uh, The one caveat to that is say if you're going to get groceries and you go to walmart and happens to be that your customers right across the street those are the ones that sometimes trip drivers up where you're unintentionally advancing yourself towards a customer that kind of thing so those are areas where uh, you're also not allowed to use pc so there is a little bit of gray area um our my biggest piece of advice for drivers who are unsure always call in call in call in talk to your logs team talk to your safety team they'll be able to point you in the right direction um It's an easy thing to to accidentally use incorrectly, uh, but there are very, very real consequences when you do that. For sure. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, uh, the last thing I was going to touch on, you know, we're closing in on the end of August here. Uh, it's back to school time. So, you know, you're likely to see a, a decent uptick in traffic, particularly in the morning and then uh, again in the afternoons. Uh, school buses, kids out walking to school, that kind of thing. You know, those are just those those little things that we all know happen uh, in the interest of being proactive and uh, being intentional, making sure we're, we're keeping those people in the front of our mind, making sure you're making allowances for those people who are just driving their kids to school or school bus drivers taking kids to school make allowances for their driving to make sure that you're driving in a way that protects them as well as protecting yourself. Sure. For sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Safe six, right, Joe? Absolutely. All right. All right. Well, I think that's, that's it for today. I'm mm-hmm. glad you guys, thanks for joining us out there. It sounds we got, a, we got a few people out there cause you guys were pointing out the sound wasn't working. So we appreciate you. Um, yeah, again I, I'll end every episode if anything you want us to cover or any questions you might have send in let us know mm-hmm. and we'll cover it next week or I'll reach out to you personally okay talk to you guys later see ya thanks guys